You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means. And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. <laughs> so, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! I love how you just started just like that. You just you just went for it. 2023. Still weird to say. Isn't that the Michael Jordan number? 23. 23. <gasps> yeah. What is that? Uh, no, it's a song. Um, I think Miley did it, or maybe it was Camila. I think both of them did it. <laughs> you know, it's a thing. And two famous people did it, so I'm just saying. So it's the Michael Jordan year. So that's how you already know it's going to be a good year for you. Yeah. Just take it, receive it, believe it. Believe it. This is this is your year, as cliche as it sounds. Everybody says it every year. It's always your year. It's what you make of it, baby. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's all in, well, not all in your hands, but you know, your response. Right. Even if it's a bad year, you can still claim it. Yeah, it was my year, but I'm, you know. <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry, what was that last part? I don't know. I was just I was just trying to still be optimistic. <laughs> you know what? Listen, even if it's a bad year and you made a shit ton of mistakes, you know what? You learn from those mistakes and they actually can make you better. So you and can turn around. Today's a new day. Literally. Literally it is a new, new day. New day. New year. It's new, new hour. All the news. It's a new year, but mainly a new day. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I do want to say not to like throw like alcohol on someone's wounds. I don't know if that's the saying, but <laughs> I don't want to make your shit burn. But um, however, it was actually a really great year for me. Good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which I feel proud to say. Mm-hmm. And this is like the first. Well, we're actually recording this episode. One, two, three, four days before the new year. And that's fine. But it comes out on the new year. So currently, right now, in 22, as we are in, as we're recording this episode, (laughs) I this is the first year in years where I'm not in a rush to end the year. Yeah. You're not like, shit, I'm ready to forget about 2022. Yeah, I just feel like I got a lot done. I healed a lot of Mm -hmm. things this year, and... I said no to a lot of things this year. Exactly. I feel like for us, well, I won't speak for you, but I feel like this year is one of the first years that I genuinely like kept my promises to myself. You know, like I actually did what I said I wanted to do. Now, did I do all of them to the greatest extent? No. It's not about that, though. Exactly. But it's not it's not about that. It's about the fact that I said I wanted to do these things. I wanted to feel these ways. And instead of just kind of wishing and dreaming it to become true, I actually put in the work behind it. You know what I mean? I think that's what's different for us this year. And I think that's where the sense of belief or capability in yourself comes from. Yeah. Like, it's not about doing... Oh, this is probably might sound weird to say because worldly, it's like, do the best you can in everything that you do. <laughs> but it's not about being perfect mm-hmm. at your intentions or goals in yourself. It's about the effort and just starting. Exactly. It, that's what it's about. Yeah. Like holding yourself accountable for the things that you're 
wanting. Exactly. And I know like last year around this time, we did an episode of not your typical New Year's resolutions. (laughs) Because honestly, I think for me and Krista, we just don't like to use that type of language going into the new year because we don't want to set you up for failure. We want to set you up for success. And any year that you're going into any new year or just any new chapter or season that you're about to step into in your new life, in your life, new life, whatever, (laughs) whatever you want. Take it out as it is. But it's more like, what are the intentions that I want to place for myself Mm -hmm. to help me get to what I desire for my life? Exactly. I mean, and I think we might have talked about it last year, but for me personally, setting like New Year's resolutions, like I think, so Alexis, um, Jen and I have had this tradition that we had done for several years of our friendship where we would write down a bunch of things that we wanted to accomplish or do or be in the next new year we'd write Mm -hmm. them all down and we'd put them in this little box and we'd put it away and not look at it for Mm -hmm. the whole year until the next year we would take them out and we'd take turns reading them and like kind of laughing about like yeah we didn't do that one but what was sad is most of the time we'd have like two in a pile that we actually did and then like 15 that we didn't (laughs) yeah well because they were just really unrealistic expectations that you put on yourself and in your life sometimes you like put into or new year's resolutions on you that you're not really ready for yeah yeah like I remember, for example, those years that we would be doing that, I <laughs> we should have kept them. No, I do have them. All of them? Yes, I have them. But <laughs> I, I literally remember for years, like three straight four years, I said I want to, I want a husband, I want to meet my friend. <laughs> Sorry. And I'm like, there's no way. Thinking back at it now, twenty year old, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. Holy shit, I'm glad I didn't fucking meet my husband and get married. Yeah. So, and I'm glad God was looking out. (laughs) Like, sis, honey, you're not ready for that. Like, I love you. Yeah. And it's not that you can't do it, but like your soul and heart are not ready for that. Yeah, he's like, I hear your desires. However, (laughs) your desires are not going to get met this year. (laughs) Yes. And we're going to have to do a little bit of work. Before we could get those desires met if we wanted to be long lasting and healthy. Okay. Well, because there's other needs that need to get met first before Mm. I let any other human being try to meet anything or fill me or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But I think, but that's besides the point. I think (laughs) that that helps you. Great. Um, (laughs) Go ahead. I'd say, well, for me, like it wasn't just unrealistic goals that I set. And I, and we talked about it last year, but literally it was just like, oh, yay, I want to do all these things because it's a new year and I'm going to, you know, new year, new me and all these things. And then I would think about them for that day. Maybe I'd think about it for that week. And then within the next like two, three weeks, like they just like slowly disappeared. And I wasn't consciously thinking about, wait, what were my goals? What am I, you know, trying to reach? What is my dream of what I want my life to look like? And then I just go back into the same cycle of what I was doing before. You know what I mean? Right. And I think us tucking it in a box that we never looked at again until the, like, the end of the year didn't really help. I think it helps to see your vision, to see the intentions that you set for yourself. Like I have a, a vision board. Right. So and it, every and I look at it every morning. So mm-hmm. I see it. I see my goals. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I think it helps to have it in your journal or something like that. But 
that's not really what we want to talk about. I mean, that's going to fall in line right? Um, along with the episode. However, I think what we really, the intention of this episode is I want you to believe in yourself this year. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of us, especially in our 20s, or even this goes with any age, honestly, as we're growing up and we've entered the the world and kind of lost the innocence and the wonder <laughs> of humanity. Yeah. And in ourselves, we kind of lost sight and lost imagination or lost belief. Like I know for me, like I have, I would have all these goals or all this vision for my life and for my heart and what I want out of my life, like such as career, financial, you know, just what I want to be like as a businesswoman. Yeah. And there was this small inkling in me of like, that disqualification wound like I can't get there mm-hmm. me no like I just even though I want this it's just like am I really capable of that can I really do that yeah. it's like not believing in yourself because there's a fear that's limiting you there's a wound that's limiting you yeah and those seem to be the things that always hold her hold her back mm-hmm. <laughs> hold us back like I mean even today Alexis and I were talking about how like you know what we don't want a nine-to-five job like how nice would it be to be able to have freedom and, you know, multiple incomes, whatever. Um, But I did hear myself even in that moment, like in the back of my head, I was like, yeah, that's not really realistic though. Like, because I need to make a certain amount and, and that's scary to let go of that and to dive into something that's unknown, you know? So even in the back of my head, I was like, no, I wouldn't be able to do that because of fear of like not being successful in that or, you know, leaving my current job that's like stable for something that may not be stable. Well, that could you could potentially fail in too. That's it. Because mm-hmm. we don't we don't want to fail. <laughs> no, I think the reason why we don't start something most of the time is because we're scared we're going to fail. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be honest, guys, part of, well, the biggest reason why I don't, I've thought about this, why I don't promote myself <laughs> on social media or my coaching is because what if I promote all this mm-hmm. and six months to a year from now, it, like, my coaching business fails yeah. and I go, I'm a complete failure in it. And everybody knows, everybody from high school that follows me, all my family, all my friends that I have in my life now, or even people who are, quote unquote, inspired by me or look up to me. It's like so much pressure. Yeah, because you don't want to let them down. And you feel like if you fail, you would let them down too. Like, is that your fear? No, I don't think I would let. I don't think so much of my fear comes from, oh, my God, I'm going to let these people down. It's not from that. It's just, like, how embarrassing. Okay. It comes from, like, shame. Gotcha. Shame has a lot to do with it. Like, it's like I would be proving myself of that wound of, like, see, you are disqualified. Yeah. You aren't good enough to do this. Yeah. You weren't made for this. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of us don't do, like, the things that we really want to do because we don't believe in ourselves. We disqualify 
ourselves and we partner with all the people who have rejected us and we partner with that. Exactly. So the the issue is not the fact that you failed. The issue is the fact that your underlying belief is that you are not good for this. And so mm-hmm. it's like, how do I fix that underlying belief that like, I can't do mm-hmm. the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And what I heard um, from one of my mentors is like, sometimes that fear will never go away until you actually just do it. Yeah. And and I love this because, <laughs> not to boast myself up, but I, like when kids, when all the kids that I nannied for, mm-hmm. they would tell me I'm, they're scared and that, oh my God, well, what if this happens if I do it? And like... A lot of, like, parents say, like, oh, don't be scared, don't be scared. But, like, whenever a kid comes to me and they say that they're scared, I'm like, it's okay to be scared, but try to do it and see what happens. Yeah. Because if you fall, you'll all you have to do is just get back up. Mm-hmm. It's okay to fall. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm telling this to a kid, but I can't even take it for myself. Oh, yeah. It's a lot easier to say it for somebody else than to actually, like, use it for your real life in that real time. Mm-hmm. And so it's not, I don't think it's really the fear to get rid of like, oh no, we have to get rid of the fear. Cause sometimes it might not go away until you have to prove yourself. Yeah. That I have to just step into this with the fear and probably bring the fear with me so I can tell my fear, see, I can do it. Yeah, no, exactly. But I'm talking about that deeper belief system that you have. Yeah. The disqualification. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the wound comes with the fear, too, because fear is attached to the wound. Yeah. Because, like, we've talked about this before, but, like, we subconsciously look for circumstances that will validate our already core belief. So if our core belief is that we are not good enough and and you're not going to amount to anything or you're not qualified for these things, then all of those positive things that you've done your whole life, your whole – the whole last year – that doesn't really matter to that wound, but as soon as you you fail, oh my goodness, that wound's going to, you know what I mean? So it's almost like I could do a thousand things that show that I'm qualified, but as soon as that one thing comes that shows that I, you know, failed, then that wound is going to just burst. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, and it would be overwhelming and, and, like, that pain will come up. Yeah. So to me, it's like, okay... Well, even if I show my wound a thousand times, see, you are qualified. See, you can do this. You have done all these things. Like, I can't just keep showing my, like, my experience, like, I don't know. In my head, my experiences aren't going to just, like, cover that wound and be like, oh, see, now you have proven yourself. You are qualified. I have to go deeper and be like, okay, well, what made me believe that I wasn't qualified in the first place and how can I replace that? Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that is, like, rewiring. Yeah. I mean... For me, well, listen, Mm -hmm. if we're talking about New Year's resolutions and all this stuff, I was going, I was just going through my journal with Alexis and the journal that I had was from like 2020. Okay. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought it was 2021. Oh, okay. It was the end of 2020 into 2021. Yes. Because I got it for Christmas, December 2020. Oh, yeah, because I got you that journal. Yeah, you did. In 2020? I did. 2020. So, into 2020. Anyways. And... I was looking through it and like so many pages mentioned my body. Like, oh, yeah. Even on like my notes or things that I wanted for 2022, a lot of it was like, oh, like nourishing your body, feeling better, looking better. Like, so much of my 
worth was tied into how my body looked or how I perceived my body to look. And so I feel like a lot of the things (laughs) that I wanted have to do with my body. The way your body fluctuated. Yes. Is how your worth fluctuated. Exactly. But but diving into that deeper, like the issue is not really my weight. It's not really, you know, how I look to the outside world. Like I'm not scared about what other people are going to say about my body. Like for me, it's just sometimes when I look in the mirror, like I genuinely feel disgusted. Mm. Like, oh my God. It's okay. <laughs> but like I'll genuinely be like... Ew, you look disgusting. So the issue is not like my body, but it's the way that I perceive myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. the way that I look at myself. And that's deeply rooted in things that I allowed for me to, like what I attached my worthiness to mm-hmm. or like my identity to mm-hmm. and how much I compared myself to other people and experiences that I had growing up. You know what I mean? Like, even though I'm a 27 year old woman now, there's still thoughts of like a 10 year old little girl, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. But so like every year I'm always like, okay, you're going to nurse your body. You're going to feel good. You know, and I've tried to rewire the way that I think about my body. Okay. You're beautiful in every stage. Like your body was not meant, Alexa shared the saying, your, your body was not meant to fit into clothes. Clothes were meant to fit you know, into you or on you, into you, not into you, you know? Um, so like naturally I feel like all my new year, new year's resolutions were lose weight or eat healthier or, you know, something relating to my body. And every year I'd start off strong. And every year, as soon as I would emotionally eat or I would be lazy and be like, nah, I don't want to get up. I would be like, see, you can't do it. Like, I didn't believe in myself. And so instead of being like, you know what, Krista, you had a bad day, but it's okay because you still have tomorrow. Instead of having that kind of mindset, I just partnered with the fact that, oh, I couldn't do it. And then I just stay there. it's not meant for me. Yeah. I'm not meant to look like this or be like this or feel like this, feel worthy. Exactly. I, I just continued that belief that that's just not for me. It's not going to happen for me. You know what I mean? And so I feel like that was always hard for me. And I feel like that's what's hard for a lot of people when it comes to resolutions is obviously you're making a resolution for something that you don't feel adequate enough at right now. Like you're trying, right? Am I, does that make sense? Like you feel like you're not adequate in certain aspects of your life. So you're making a new year's resolution to be better at mm-hmm. that thing. Yeah, that definitely is the inner critic. Yeah. Inside of you that's saying you could do better. Yeah. You could look better. Mm-hmm. And you think that voice is serving you because it wants you to be better. But in reality, it comes from it's rooted in shame and self-hatred and yes. also self-judgment. It's I feel like it's more rooted in self-judgment. Absolutely. Because I've had that voice ever since I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. You could do better, you know, yeah. in competitive sports and cheerleading. You hear that all the time from your coach. You hear that all the time from your father. You hear that all the time from your mother. Yeah. You could have done better. Mm-hmm. Even on the bad days, you could have done better. When in reality, as a human, 
and as just like an imperfect, messy person, you're allowed to have those bad days. You're allowed, you have permission to do that. Exactly. You don't have to be better. You can just be you. Mm -hmm. It's not fluctuated. Your worth or value, and I can say this, it's so easy to say this, right? Right. But if we don't have that belief, like it's logical to say all these things, but if your heart and emotions don't partner with that, it's all just words. Yeah. So I wonder, instead of like going into this new year with all these lists of diet plans, programs, workouts, mm-hmm. all these things that you go into to help you or make you feel worthy, which it's great. It's great that you're doing that. That's a part of taking care of your body. Right. But it's not helping. It's not helping your belief or emotions to partner with oh, I am beautiful no matter what. It's all the things that you're doing, those lists of all these diet exterior things. Mm-hmm. It's partnered in shame, self-hatred, judgment. Yeah. Here's the thing is I genuinely believe that even if I lost a bunch of weight and I looked the best that I ever did, I genuinely believe that there would still be days I look in the mirror and I say, you're disgusting. Because yeah. that's that's not really my issue. Like... Sure, I want my body to be healthy, but my issue is the fact that I don't love myself. That is the issue, and and that's something that I've been working on for at least two years. But to me, that's the deeper issue instead of just, like, physically how I look because, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like that body dysmorphia. Like, no matter how I look because I don't – I don't – I don't want to keep repeating myself. But I don't value or cherish myself for exactly who I am right now that doesn't matter does that make sense that does make sense I just wonder if it's more about taking care of yourself and I know for me when I felt that I mean I still feel this feel this way um there are days where I still feel this way and I'll look at my body and be like oh my god you know, but then I'm like, what am I doing? I've already built so much trust with myself and I've already spoken over my body. And it's like, okay, I need to go a step beyond. And what, what else does my body need for me to feel like she is valued and cherished and chosen no matter what size or if I gained five pounds or, or not. Yeah. And I wonder if, well, here's what I do. And actually Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer did this. <laughs> um, she looked in the mirror. It's for thirty days, mm. naked. Mm-hmm. She looked in the mirror every day for thirty days, naked. Or I think it was more, but I know personally for me, <laughs> I did thirty days. Um, <laughs> I, look, you just stand in front of the mirror naked, and it's gonna feel uncomfortable. You stand maybe two minutes or maybe five minutes, and you just work your way up every time. And you're like, okay. And you're going to at first feel very uncomfortable. You might cry. You might all these emotions welt up and you just look at it. And then the next couple of days you say, hey, you just start thanking your body for what it does for you on a daily fucking basis. Like our bodies yeah. are fucking incredible. Yeah. Especially a woman's body. Yeah. We're like magical. <laughs> a thousand percent we are. <laughs> so like even like maybe saying that over her body, like, do you realize how magical you are? Mm hmm. Like, you can transform into anything. (laughs) Like, just with a baby in you or, like, the fact that our – there was this TikTok. There was this TikTok that said, um, 
that we're like witches because we can bleed without dying. We can, um, (laughs) we can, oh my God, I said other things, but (laughs) I like how you only remember that one. Well, we can bleed without dying. We can make another human and then, like, bounce back sometimes. And then also, it says something about, like, getting, like, wet. It was something sexual, but it was actually really good. It wasn't, like... like, hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, but anyways, but... I'm sorry. My ADD is coming in. It's fine. (laughs) We were talking about standing naked in the mirror. Yeah. Or it's just like, also what I did too, We I actually did this in the program. It's like for 30 days you video yourself and you just say kind words over yourself every day. Yeah. Just kind words over your body, over yourself, what you're thankful for, for you. And then you start seeing a change in the glow. Like right. the glow of you. Not because of a makeup or your outfit. You just start seeing a glow by yourself. Mm-hmm. So maybe that can be helpful, but it does start with... Um, speaking speaking those affirmations i mean i don't know what can work i mean everyone's different i don't have all the answers for you i really don't know but what's interesting (laughs) is how you brought that up is i saw something on pinterest (laughs) and i was like oh my god i want to read this to myself like every morning now it's a quote or just a letter to yourself i deserve to feel respected, trusted, and loved. I deserve to be loved for all of the hard work I do every day in the pursuit of health. I deserve to be nurtured and cared for, not punished for responding to how you care for me. I deserve to be spoken to with kind words. I deserve to be respected, trusted, and loved by you. XOXO, your body. Mm, that's good so it's your body writing a letter to yourself Ooh, what if you did oh my god this is good what if you this is going to be like kind of like whoa this like inner outer experience (laughs) what if you let your body like if your body were to speak to you what would it say why do you hate me (laughs) yeah that's literally the first thing like that voice will come up yeah And I wonder if you just have a, if you looked in the mirror or even journaled it, and if you had a conversation with your body, what would your body say to you and how would you respond to it? Like making it like as a relationship, as in you're in a fight, like you and me fight. Right. And we, (laughs) and we respond to each other and we apologize or like we communicate, have effective communication and that dialogue and cleaning up your mess. Yeah. Just be honest. It's building that relationship. (laughs) Yeah. So what if you just had a conversation with your body for, for you, Krista, even for me and for you listeners. Yeah. So maybe it's not even about the whole exterior try interior first mm-hmm. and then see what happens as it flows out exterior right like i i will tell you um before 2022 i feel like it was a daily struggle of not loving myself not loving my body always critiquing myself but i feel like i also learned a lot in 2021 i learned a lot about the power of speaking those things over you like those affirmations like you're talking about alexis Um, Because our words do hold so much power. And so I learned a lot about that. And so I know that in 2022, and this kind of goes with the whole believing in yourself thing. In 2022, I kind of shifted my mindset from, okay, I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to go to the gym five times a week, you know, um, focusing on more of like 
I was not focusing on like those like specific details, but all I wanted to focus on was showing up for myself. So no matter what that looked like, whether it was work, friendships, my body, exercise, whatever that was, I just wanted to show up for myself to be like, hey, I know that this is something that's important to you. Like, I'm going to show up for you the next day and I'm going to do it even if I don't feel like it. Because I think that was my biggest setback was the days that I didn't feel like it. Because I was like, is it really going to make a difference? Is anything really going to change? You know, because I didn't believe that anything would. Because I felt in my head that I had tried so many things and still nothing changes. Does that make sense? Like with my body. I'm talking about my body. Yeah. And so my whole mindset was, okay, I just want to show up for myself. Just continue to do the things that you said you wanted to do yesterday. And just taking it literally that slow. Like (laughs) something as small as like for work in the mornings, I didn't want to wake up. (laughs) Like I did not want to wake up, but I knew I needed to. I knew I needed to in order to have time for myself before work and do all these things. And so I was like, you know what? You always say that you feel drained and, and exhausted on the days that you never, you don't get time to, you know, focus on yourself. And so I started showing up for myself. I started when my five o'clock alarm went off, I actually got up. I didn't snooze until 545 or six, you know? So I felt like this last year was me actually holding those promises and showing up for myself like I wanted to and like proving to myself that I could, that I was able to show up for myself, that I was able to follow through on those things. Yeah. And that's what proving yourself that you can do that starts with consistency yeah honestly just starts with starting yes and I think it's not all about like don't focus on all the 10 steps focus on the one step Mm -hmm. focus on step one like you like I didn't want to get up in the morning okay just focus on getting out of bed yeah just get out of bed yeah don't don't focus on everything you need to do in the morning just just get out of bed. Like just, just get. I have to tell myself that all the time. Just start with getting out of the bed, yeah, and then everything else will follow. Like I literally feel like I'm like okay, five, four, three, two, one. You got it. <laughs> you know, like it literally is like that dialogue in my head. Yeah, and I think I think that's why I'm just I'm not a big advocate for making a whole list of resolutions and overwhelming yourself. Yeah. I'm a big advocate of like setting an intention for yourself of like this year, I want to take care of me. Yeah. Okay. What does that look like? Taking care of me. Let's start with interior. I need to speak kinder words to myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then let's just start with that. Yeah. How do we speak kindly to you? What do you need to hear in order for you to feel like, oh, I'm being kind to myself? Yeah. Or if it starts with, Starting your business or starting a career, like just start with the application. Right. Or start, or Alexis, just start with one reel. Start with one post. Yeah. That's it. And like my mentor always said that to me, or, you know, Spencer, he always said, just start with one post. Yeah. Or one story. Just do one. Or one reel. Just start. Well, because we, I feel like we get so overwhelmed with like the, like everything in the long run you know what I mean Mm -hmm. instead of just focusing on okay just start just do one just start like we are like oh my god I'm gonna have to do one every week like I need to get more clients and like our brain just like gets overcrowded with all the things that 
are going to yeah. happen way in the future. Well, and then if you, and I'm hearing this inner dialogue inside me, or if someone's speaking this, if you hear like, when I say just start with that one step, mm-hmm. and I hear someone saying, but I'm scared. It's not the one step that's that's the problem. It's the fear behind that one step. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, write down. Ooh, okay. Oh, my God. This is good. Okay. It's all just coming to me. Yeah. Start by writing down. If it's the fear that's limiting to you, limiting you, write down your fear. And whatever fear that is, will obviously attune to it. Duh. And then what does attuning, like, what does that look like? Okay, like, where does this fear come from? What is this fear rooted in? Mm-hmm. Maybe a childhood memory or a past relationship or a past friendship or a past, like, trauma in a job or in a church or anything. And that's what's related to. And get connected to that that version of you. Be like, hey, they were wrong. I'm going to decide to divorce from this partnership that you started to partner with these lies in that memory. Yeah. And even though I know that's not going to subside the fear completely, maybe it does. But if it doesn't, then I'm like, let's just try it. Let's see what happens. And if that doesn't work, if that's not proof enough for you, write down everything that you were scared of last year in 2021 before 22 hit. Mm -hmm. Write down a list of all the things you're scared of. Did you conquer it this year in 2022? And I'm and I I remember like thinking about that because I, I like have a lot of fears because <laughs> I'm like human, and I was like I was scared of a lot of things this year and I did all of them. Mm-hmm. Like I was scared to say no. I was scared to let go of yeah. somebody that I cared about, mm-hmm. but I did. I let go of them. Exactly. And I got through it. Mm-hmm. Like I made it. I was okay. Or you were scared that you this this relationship didn't work out, and then it didn't, and you thought it was going to break you, but it didn't. Exactly. You were scared that you weren't going to get this job, and if you didn't have this job, you would you would be completely broken. You wouldn't have anything. You'd be financially just stumped. Everything would be horrible. But you're here. Mm-hmm. Like you're still here. You're okay. Exactly. You were scared to start a program. But you did it and you got through it. You know, you know, like I, like I was just like going through all these things. So I'm like, and so write down all those like right next to that list of 2021 and the 2022 of what you conquered. Like, oh, but I was okay when this happened. Mm-hmm. I actually learned something from this. I actually gained more power from this. I actually felt stronger from this. I'm glad that I went through, you know, like, so write down a list now of all your fears going into 2023. And read back on them a year from now and see like, oh, my God, I conquered that. Hey, yeah. I did it. Oh, that's good. I'm going to do that. I say I think well, what I think is so cool about you talking about that is like, you know, I, 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 I think we said this. Well, that was a really big story. <laughs> I think we said this a while ago, but you were faced with a lot of things that were uncomfortable for you. You were faced, faced with the unknown. You were faced with a lot of the unknown. And it really, truly did, you know, challenge you. Like, are you going to stay exactly where you are? Or are you going to get over your fear and step into something that could potentially be amazing for you or you could potentially fail at? Yeah. Which one is it? Are you going to stay here? Or are you going to step into something that could could be great? You yeah. know, and you'll never know unless you try, unless you just start. 
but I feel like in every, almost everything that you did, I'm not gonna say every because I don't know, but everything that you stepped out of that, you know, comfort zone or that fear of failure or whatever it was, every single time and it worked out and you were fine, I felt like that built trust with you. Yes. Like that built trust over time where you did start trusting yourself and believing in yourself. It built up my capacity for what I could do Mm -hmm. and my belief in what I could do. And it started with when you were faced with that question of, oh my God, do I do this? This is scary. I don't know if I want to. Like I want to stay in my comfort zone. It started with you saying, you know what? I don't want to stay here. So I'm, I'm going to try like no matter what Mm -hmm. it can go really good or go really bad but I'm going to try. So that's where it started is like what you said to just start, to just do it, to just try. Cause the worst that's going to happen is that you're going to come back to exactly where you are. Exactly. And also I think, I think my biggest thing is that I don't want to end the year with where I'm at now. Like, I don't want to remain because you were talking about, are you going to stay? Are you going to take that? Are you going to just be courageous and be brave and just take that first step and see what happens? Right. I think no matter what, no matter how many steps you're taking, you're still moving forward. Yeah. Even if it's unknown right now, even if you're in the I don't know right now, you will know. You're not going to be in the I don't know forever. Right. That's just the life experience exactly i don't think we were i don't think we were meant to stay exactly where we're at no no so i think what you think what you should be more concerned about i mean i don't want to put the shoulds on you but like (laughs) maybe just think about it (laughs) i think you don't i promise you i promise you you do not want to remain where you are at now a year from now yeah like you don't want to be where you're not now, a year from now. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm, saying I, I, I'm not saying it right, but you get what I'm I, saying. Yeah. And I genuinely believe that other than like, you know, typical things of growing up and maturing and aging, for the first like 23, 24 years of my life, I was pretty much the same. Yeah. Like, I didn't really, at least in my head, like, I didn't really grow. Like, yes, I... Uh, had gone to college and things had changed in my life but me as a person I felt like I was basically the same does that make sense <laughs> yeah because interior yeah. yes interior yeah, yeah. interiorly I don't everything think that's a word. outside changed because obviously you grow up your high school and then college but interior like in your interior <laughs> your inner self your inner self you remain the exact shaming self-hatred uh-huh depressed faking it all the time yeah functioning out of my deficiencies as you would say so the dysfunctional (laughs) person that you are yeah exactly exactly (laughs) it was like that was the same that was consistent for the first 24 25 years of life until you know I realized that it doesn't have to be that way I can actually change it yeah believe in yourself you do. <laughs> she laughed at that. No, but I mean, we're laughing about it. <laughs> oh my God. We're laughing about it. But it's true. You really, it. the reason why most of us don't do anything is because you don't believe in yourself. You don't feel like you can do it. You don't. You have like, I honestly, <laughs> I think of for those of you who like went to a church camp or whatever, specifically ours, I feel like it's like a church high. 
you know, like a church camp yeah. high, you know, you're like all like riled up. You're like, yes, I'm going to do it. This is my year. We're going to have a celebration. We're going to clink and we're going to say, these are the things that we're going to do. And we're like gung ho and we're so excited. And then like you go out into the real world and it just slaps you in the face and you never do it again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's how I felt. Cause like, you get beat down, you get beat down. And then those fears, those disqualifications, that's because you didn't work on your interior self, inner self, <laughs> interior <laughs> self. <laughs> you didn't work on the inner self and get to the root of it. And then it could flow out in all the other steps. You have to start with the first step. You have to start with the root. Yeah. Cause everything else is just going to, fade back into the darkness where it came from yeah you're just gonna continue in a cycle same cycle. 2022 is not like or 2023 is not gonna be the any different from 2022 2021 2020 like if you're just still gonna remain in this exterior change instead of looking inward Mm -hmm. Mm. yes sister you better get it because you do i mean you do read about every year like people are like i always make these you know, near New Year's resolutions and I and nothing ever actually happens. Nothing ever actually comes of them, you know. And so the narrative now is changing. Like people are becoming more aware that that is true. And they're like, you know what? We don't need to make those New Year's resolutions. What we need to do is we need to look in our inner selves and show up for ourselves. Like all those people who have had, you know, those breakthroughs, which I've seen on like TikTok or something, but have had those breakthroughs of like, oh my God, 2022, I actually like did what I said I was going to do. And that's because something mentally changed in them. Something changed where they're like, no, I can do this. And I'm going to prove to myself that I can do this. I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep breaking down these barriers. Like that was, that typically is always their story for people who have actually stuck to their word a year yeah. ago from that day. Yeah. You know? So here's, here's our question. Here are questions that you can ask yourself. Write them down, write them in your notes on your phone or journal, what the fuck ever works for you. You could say, okay, this year I'm going to believe in myself. Okay. How do I believe in myself? How do I start off with consistency? What does that look like for you? Write those down, write a list. I'm not you, so I can't answer for you. Right. Okay. And then start off like, okay, now that I'm believing myself, what do I want for myself this year? And maybe do like inner self. What do I want for my inner self this year? What do, and then what do I want that to look like from an exterior view? Yeah. Of when I work on my inner self. What do I want? Do I want a new job? Do I want to start my business? Do I want to start my career? I want to like kickstart my life. Yeah. But right, like try not to keep it, like don't make it overwhelming. So don't think about 10, 20 years from now. Think about this month, the start of it, maybe six months from now, or where do you want to be a year from now? Yeah. At the end of 2023, what does that look like? And then go all the way back to the beginning of the list of um, what does it look like to believe in myself and start with that. Yeah. And then all those other lists and questions and answers to it of what you want your life to look like this year and wh- how you want to be by the end of the year. It will all flow. It will. But you have to go back all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm thinking about? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to steal this from whenever we went bridal uh dress bride shopping whatever dress oh, shopping yeah, yeah, yeah. for with Jen, Jen. Yeah. so instead of talking about a dress i want to talk about your year so how do you want to feel ooh i want you to think about three words to describe how you want to feel 
during 2023? Mm-hmm. How do you want to feel? Think about that. If you had to describe how did Alexis, how did Krista, how did insert name here feel in 2023, what are those three words? Once you write those down, what are you going to do? What are the things that make you feel that that way? Start like, I I hear this all the time, but start like romanticizing your life. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, there are healthy ways to romanticize your life. There are healthy ways to dream about your life and who you want to be. Yes. And and as long as you're staying in a realistic realm, Mm -hmm. do it. Allow yourself to dream. Give yourself permission to dream. And like, how do you want to feel? Like, do you want to feel worthy? Do you want to feel connected? Do you want to feel loved? Do you want to feel powerful? Exactly. And whenever I say realistic, I do not mean what other people think realistic is. Whatever you deem realistic. Yeah. What is realistic for you personally? Mm -hmm. You get to decide what's realistic for you. Yes. Just wanted to put that in there. That's perfect. Because some people would be like, okay, realistically, you know, like they'll take that and warp it no yes I love how Krista said that and then and then after you ask yourself that question it's like okay what does it look like for me to get there Mm -hmm. that's the important step is I feel like we're really good at setting goals for ourselves but then not thinking about what how like what work am I going to have to do in order to get there like not thinking about or following through on that and once you follow through on that work part Mm -hmm. that's I feel like whenever you're going to feel a breakthrough and and here's my thing is I don't think breakthrough is never, like, I'm just going to take my body, for example. I don't think breakthrough for me is never feeling shame about my body. For example, (laughs) before 2022, I probably felt shame about my body at least 90% of the time. 2022, there's more so just been moments that randomly pop up that I feel bad about my body like I feel as though throughout 2022 I have done so much better at looking at myself and accepting myself and loving myself exactly how I am and cherishing that you know my body does so much for me and I am so appreciative appreciated whatever that word is I get what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) and I've spoke a lot of good things about my body However, like I'll just share just real quick. There was a time where I went shopping because I needed new jeans and (laughs) I was trying on these jeans and like (laughs) the way my body is set up, like I only really like to wear skinny jeans, but those aren't really in style anymore. And so there's just like all these like flare jeans and these mom jeans and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? They do look great on other people. However, I don't feel comfortable in them. Right. Anyway, so I was trying on all these jeans. One, I went up a pant size. Two, I hated the way they all looked on me. And I literally, after trying on like eight pairs of jeans, I just put them away. And I went to my car and literally cried. (laughs) I literally was crying. And in my head, I think that I was crying more so because I felt just like I'd felt like years like a year or two ago like I had those same feelings and in my head I was like oh my goodness like I thought I had come so far and all this stuff you know in reality like I still have it's just still came far I was 
triggered in that yeah. moment and I felt the same feelings that I had felt mm. before. Yeah. Does that make sense? Those days don't discount all the days that you did overcome it. Exactly. And I think it's okay to still have those days. I think we need to accept the fact that we will because you went so many years in that routine of self-hatred and self-judgment. Exactly. And past Krista would have gone through that day and then partnered with it and been like, you know, you see, nothing's ever going to work. It would have been me not believing that I could do it, could do it, mm-hmm. but I didn't partner with it. Mm-hmm. And that was, that's what I feel like was the main change for me this year. And those are, those days are just an opportunity to go deeper. Absolutely. Into that healing and the more of the root. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's, it's a long route. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you just have to keep, <laughs> you have to keep tending to it. And I think we should, we, we shouldn't, I want to encourage you not to be upset with those days. I think it's something to celebrate like, oh my gosh, I've come so far, but it's okay if I still feel this way at times. Mm-hmm. Giving yourself that compassion and that empathy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so maybe even in this year, 2023, you learn to do that. Yeah. Because you're going to go through things. It's just not going to be every day. It's going to get gradual. It's going to have space in between. I mean, I still, <laughs> I mean, in the three years of that trauma and all that stuff, like, it's not as often, but, like, like periodically, I'll have, like, nightmares about it. Mm-hmm. It's because my body was so enmeshed in it, mm-hmm. but, I, but where I would have nightmares every night for a whole year, I don't have it as often. Like, I've probably only had, like, four nightmares this year. Exactly. And, like, for a year and a half, I had nightmares every night. And that's growth and that's something to be proud of and not ashamed of. Not like, why am I still having these? It's just a part of the process. Yeah. And I want to end this episode as like, after all the talk of like, okay, how we're going to step into this new year and just start. Like, don't overwhelm yourself. Be kind to your body. Be kind to yourself. Start with the inner work. All those things that we just talked about. But also thanking the 2022 you. Yeah. And how far he or she came. Because it's something to be proud of. I think we should never lose that that aspect of celebration Mm -hmm. for how far we've come. And for our no's, for our yeses, and for everything in between. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. I was... I was just listening to a podcast and the episode was failing forward. And I know that it's a common saying that mistakes help you grow and all this stuff. And I feel like people recite that and they say that, but they don't actually believe it. Like they don't actually partner with it and say, you know what? I made a mistake and that's okay. I've learned from it. They are opportunities for you to learn. So I feel like a lot of people will look back and they could say, you know what? I made a lot of mistakes or I failed. I didn't do great. And we will say, oh, it was a terrible year. However, the things that you could learn from those failures and those mistakes can push you forward into things that are unimaginable. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So whether things went your way or didn't, it could still be a great year. You can still look at the positive aspects that came out of it while still acknowledging the things that didn't go your way. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? 
I say that a lot. Does that make sense? I know we both <laughs> say that a lot. Well, I just want to, as we end this episode, I think that was really good. <laughs> Us celebrating ourselves. I think just that was saying. really good. We did great. You know, it's good for myself too. So like, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do want to just like speak into your new year for our listeners because I, I want to be with the people that did have a bad year. Absolutely. Because I know what that feels like. I had three straight bad years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe two. Maybe it was just only two. No, three. Okay. Felt like a decade. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I just want to speak over your heart. And we haven't done this in a while. We the have not. closing your eyes, putting your hand on your heart, mm-hmm. breathing. It does help me and Krista get connected because we have ADD. <laughs> <laughs> we need to close our eyes. And I know for some people it's really hard to be still and to be just with yourself to close your eyes. So I want to challenge you to close your eyes. Krista, you close your eyes because I can't look at you. They're already closed. <laughs> I just want you to put your hand on your heart. Breathe. I want you to feel that there is breath flowing through your body. And I want you to breathe in and out. And I just want to say that I am so sorry for the pain that you have experienced this year. I'm so sorry if you experienced betrayal. I am so sorry if you experienced loss, a breakup, a death. I'm sorry that you are grieving. And I want to let you know that you are not going to feel this way forever. That it's not going to be this way forever. And I want you to know that you will get through this. You will be okay. You are going to be okay. I'm so sorry you're hurting. I'm so sorry that... You feel as though to run away from the pain, you have to disassociate, you have to numb out, you have to shut down or act like everything's fine and and that way it would just disappear and it will just go away. But I want you to be brave enough to do this for you and to know that, hey, I have to get connected to it now so it doesn't come up six months, a year two, three years from now. Your heart deserves for you to be with yourself now because you're hurting. Think of it as a little child or as your best friend or your son or daughter. If they were hurting, would you want to be with them? Would you want to hold them? Because you deserve that. I pray as you walk into this new year that lots of healing, lots of growth, lots of opportunities will come. And I pray that you're brave enough to just start. Start with that one step and to believe in yourself that you can do it and to champion yourself. Be your biggest advocate. Be the person that you wish you had when you were younger. Be the person that you wish you had a year ago. Start saying all those things that you wish you heard from another individual and say it to yourself in the mirror. But I do pray that this year is going to be a good one, no matter what. And even if pain does come, if loss does come, that you're still going to be okay. And even you can say that over yourself and during the hard times, you're going to be okay. 
you're gonna be okay. You can get through this. I'm going to be okay. This is not going to be forever. And that you will have a beautiful life. You will have a beautiful life. And we love you. Take care of yourself. You can do it. You can do it. (laughs) Believe in yourself. You're a conqueror. All the things. Yes. Well, we hope that you can take at least something away from this episode, no matter what it is. Um, But this year, choose yourself. Believe in yourself. Show up for yourself. Surprise yourself. Yeah, surprise yourself. That's a good one. Surprise yourself. That's always the best one. I know. You're like, Surprise yourself in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not in a destructive way. Not in a destructive way. Be aware. For you and for others. Yes. (laughs) Because you're going to bleed everywhere. Okay. We love you. (laughs) We always tend to like just scramble and mumble. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Or banter. That's the word. Okay. Well, happy new year, guys. And it will be a great one. It will. You're going to have a beautiful life. Well, and it just starts with what you choose to do now. Yep. It's all you. It's all you, boo. It's all you, boo. You do you, boo. You do you, boo. And only you, boo. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we love you. Okay. Love y'all. Okay. Bye. Bye.